from the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I am Kyle, and we are excited to have you back for the second part of our show, The Divided States of America. If you listened last week, you got to hear a little bit of our heart on just the very real, very raw topics that we have had to deal with in the last, we'll just say two years. Some of the topics have been a slow burn uh, that have culminated all together with some of the more subtle topics that have happened faster than we were willing to admit. We talked over things like the pandemic, the racial injustices, and we ended right around the topic of rigged elections. And it was no surprise to us that as we talked about each one of those individually, you heard us say that they all kind of culminated in one big melting pot. And so how do we as a people, especially Christians, how do we react? How do we respond? How have we dropped the ball in certain scenarios? And so we were discussing that. So we want to continue that discussion today on a couple more topics, but then we also want to point you not just into what our heart says about it and what we think God's word says about it, but we want to point you exactly to God's word because as Kevin said in the last episode, if the word of God doesn't address it specifically, it will address it at some point in principle. And if we're going to do anything of note on that sh- on this show, It's going to be pointing you to what God says, because there's a lot of truth out there. There's your truth. There's my truth. There's his truth. But the only truth is the word of God and what God says about his people in certain situations. And so we're excited today to continue that discussion. And Kevin has some great talking points as far as what the word of God says. But uh, Kev, we want to continue to talk on a couple topics that we didn't get to last episode. Yes, yes, Kyle. So, and of course, I echo everything that Kyle just said, you know. This year, this year already is crazy and, you know, we're barely into it. I think one of my, my favorite memes that's kind of going around right now is is the one that says, you know, I've tried the seven day trial of 2021 (laughs) and I, I, and I'm not buying the product, uh, something to that effect. I I love it. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, cause it's, it's crazy already, but you know, we experienced a, a crazy tumultuous 2020 and I, you know, just like everyone else, Kyle and I both are, are just perplexed at what we're seeing, sometimes angry. You know, we just, it, it's crazy right now. Yeah. And yeah, the whole, the whole thing is we feel like that we are a, a part of, and we are a part of a divided America and yeah. it shouldn't be this way. That's, that's not how the founding fathers envisioned it. I don't think that's what God wants it to be for our nation or, and especially for Christians, you know, but we're not only divided as a nation, but we're divided as a church. You know, I was, I was listening to Craig Rochelle of Life Church. I don't know. It's a week or two ago. And he was just saying how he didn't realize until 
he started having staff meetings and different things like that. And the pandemic happened and the racial injustice happened, how divided some of his staff were on some of these yeah. issues. You, yeah. You know, and he was like, I, he's like, we, you know, cause it never really came up, you know, people just kind of had their own feelings, but then when the whole world had to deal with it, it brought a lot of people's raw emotions and feelings to light. And, you know, he was just saying how tough it was, you know, as a pastor, just navigating through that, yep. you know, and, and it is, I mean, it's just a tough, that's it, it, in, in any capacity, it's tough. You, you can barely talk to a family member without it turning into some, you know, to a fight or, or, you know, to an argument because everyone has strong opinions. And I think at the end of the day, as Christians, our opinions have to be based in, on the word of God. Yeah. You know, whether that agrees with our political views or not, or whatever that does to us, our responsibility is to, is to God. Yeah. And I think, you know, you kind of hit it on the head. Obviously, I'm on a church staff as well. And I think it's easier to navigate the disagreements on how things should be handled in a world of pandemic on a church staff, because at the end of the day, we're all on the staff because we we want the word of God to go forth. And That's we're right. going to, in order to do that, we have to obey it. So in a church staff, even though it can be hard and we've experienced it, you know, we're discussing, you know, how do we handle food in the church? Do we, you mm-hmm. know, package food, things like, like we're talking, these are realities that we're talking about. A lot of ministries, they operate around food. Let's just be honest there. Sure. Or if we do, if we do have certain ministries, how does that look? What's the number of people? What's the capacity? What, and, and you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, well, if we say yes to this, are we also going to say yes to that? And there's a lot of that inside the dynamic of making those decisions. What's good about church staff is even though there's two sides that differ on, on opinions, typically you can come to a resolution because you just, you're going back to the word of God on things. And you're, if you have a, if you have a shepherd who's going to do things right, he's going to always go back to that. And he's going to go back to loving and caring, caring for people. And you got to do that in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. However, when you get outside of church staff, you get into homes, you get into businesses that aren't structured around the word of God. I can only imagine the tension and just the veracity of, of what's going on inside of the anger and the rage when they don't agree mm-hmm. on certain situations. Yeah, 100%. So I know we talked last time through some of the things that's divided us over the, over the last year. And, you know, we talked about the pandemic. We talked about racial injustice. As Kyle said, we talked about our elections being perceived to be rigged. But, you know, there's a couple of more things that divided us. Uh, one, of, one of them is the vaccines, right? So, you know, vaccines usually for, for a lot of people are like, it's a good thing. Wow, we have a, new, we have a vaccine for, uh, for a, a disease or, or for a sickness or what, what have you. But this vaccine, because it has been very, it's been rushed, it's kind of experimental. No one really knows what the effects, the long-term effects mm-hmm. of this is going to be. It's very controversial. And again, into religion and politics, and it just started a complete fire. And so now people are saying on the Christian side that if you take the vaccine, that you are now taking the mark of the beast. And on the political side, you know, some people are saying, hey, you know, it's safe, it's fine, there's no problem, you know, but then, you know, the, the Democrats are saying it on one side, like, hey, 
it, 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 it's safe. Then the Republicans are saying, you know, wh- you know, why would you shoot your arm up with something that you don't know what they're putting in it? You know, um, you know, it's Democratic controlled. So they could be putting all kinds of things in it. And then they have this, you know, the stuff out about it. It's a, you know, it changes your genes and I mean, all kinds of stuff like it is just information overload. But we have zero idea and so on some of this stuff of how true it is. We hear it. We see it on social media uh, and even on the Christian side. People saying things like it's the mark of the beast. Folks, read your Bible. Let's be very careful that study scripture well. We can't be Facebook apologists and, the, and, and, and theologians. Let's stick to what we know of the Bible and the things that we don't study or we don't we don't have direct insight into and doing our own personal study. I think we have to be careful of them things that we say because again, you know, listening to your favorite person and then now, you know, saying that for all of your friends to hear is it might not be the best thing all the time, right? Just like on this show, we're not we don't claim to be right on uh, everything. You know, this is a, this is an opinion show. This is a a show where we're we're thinking out loud. Um, so <laughs> some of our thoughts you might not agree with. You know, we try to base them truly on the word of God, but there are some things that we're going to talk about that are just stuff in the culture, and you you may just disagree, and that's fine, right? That that that's healthy. Um, and 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 unfortunately, we're seeing our society go down the road of. And this kind of segues into my next thing that we've been dealing with is free speech, right? We, we're now divided. Free speech has become a huge thing. And, 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 um, and if you don't know and you're living under a rock somewhere, um, uh, President Trump has been banned from oh, Twitter. You know, that was the main way that he... Uh, you know, communicated with his followers, with the United States. You know, he said things even to world leaders through Twitter and Twitter has decided to ban him. And some other platforms had decided to ban him for life. I mean, this is just not first. They said it was going to be uh, just, uh, you know, until after the election or the inaugural, the inauguration. But now they're saying they're banning him for life, which is, I, I don't care who you are. I, 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 if, if here's what I'm going to say, study your history, get to understand what's happening right now, because if you think for a nanosecond that that's a good thing, because you don't necessarily like Trump, you are, you are misguided. Uh, That's the best way I can say that. Because yeah, you're misguided and you're mis well, yeah, you're misled. I mean, I don't care who you voted for. That's right. I don't. I don't. But I'm telling you right now, the fact that you can support any public figure being completely banned. Uh, let me rephrase it. If you think it's going to stop with Trump being banned. That's right. You're being very ignorant to what's happening. Yep. It's going to trend down. He's the start. He's the example of a socialistic agenda. Yep. And you can ignore it all you want because for the most part, the people who voted against Trump, they're okay with that. And right now, their emotions are leading them. You're misguided. I'm telling you right now, this is a scary place to be in. And uh, I mean, Google literally, because people were switching over from that to Parler, 
they they have shut down the ability to even download that. Yeah, they've completely. So again, very. You talk about freedom of speech. Let's talk about freedom in general. Yeah, uh, we still have guys that are freely able to get on Pornhub. Yeah. Okay. It's a shame. Freely able. They didn't. They didn't ban Pornhub. Now Mastercard banned their ability to buy the porn off of Pornhub, but nobody buys porn anymore. First of all. Second of all. Ban Pornhub altogether if you're going to ban anything. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? But we live in, in a country where if anybody's going to try to get any type of information out that's against their agenda, we're just going to ban it. That's socialism. And we justify it. And I'm not saying we as in me and Kevin, but we as a nation justify it because we don't like certain things that Trump said. That's going to be the start of it. And guess what? For those of you that are happy with it right now, there are good, there's going to end up being things you say down the road that will be censored, and you'll understand exactly what we're talking about. 100%. I, I would never support the ban of anybody that I don't agree with. Like, I, I'll, just I, ba- uh, uh, I'll uh, mentally ban. Like, look, look, I don't, he has the right to say what he wants to say on social media, Kev. Mm-hmm. I don't have to listen to it. I don't have to click on it. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with it. Right. That never, that never affected or changed my life ever. Right. Ever. Right. Ever. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, I don't I don't have to be a part of that. You don't have to ban that for me to be a part, to not be a part of it. Yeah. You have to ban it to start making things a certain standard. So when you want more control, it'll just be the norm in America. Right. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I mean, and, and just because somebody that I don't agree with, there's a lot of people out there I don't agree with, and there's people that don't agree with me and that's fine. We have to understand that is America. That's what makes America beautiful. Watch we watch we get banned from like for, for, for saying that. <laughs> we find out this episode on Thinking Out Loud podcast does not get put up on certain sites. Hey, you know what? And and I I mean that was one of my next points is today it's the president. And anytime a company says the president of the free world, the most powerful person on the face of the earth. And let's not get too religious there. We understand that's God, but I'm talking about naturally. He is the most powerful person on the face of the earth, the American president. If, if that happens to him, don't think for a second that it's not going to happen to your church, that it's not going to happen to podcasts like ours, uh, yep. that we there's already, I was just um, looking at some, some, some uh, research and some stuff and there are already platforms that are taking podcasts off of certain platforms because they deem what they're saying to be wrong or insensitive or whatever the case may be. And so we have to be careful that while we are, you know, we are praising the fact that someone is off because we don't like them. When it comes to your church, when it comes to your door, when it's your when it's when it's your post that's being censored it's not going to be so great anymore and so you know i i would say to especially the young people that are coming up read your history i understand history might have been boring in high school and in junior high but with this happening right now you need to go back and some of that stuff you probably slept through in school probably need to go back and 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 look at some of the some of those things and in the grand scheme of things what people voted for, they didn't vote for this. Okay. They voted. And I understand people saying like, Hey, I voted against a bigot. I voted against the tweets. I voted against the, 
I understand that there are going to be times where your president just does not act in the way you want him to act. Right. Okay. What we, we talked about the election and we said, we're not going to tell you who to vote for. And I'm still not going to tell you who you should have voted for. Like that's, that's, that's right. not up to Kevin and I to tell you that. Yep. And, and whether we disagree or not, we still love you as a person. And hopefully you still love us as a person. That's right. But, but the truth is, is, is when we get so focused on the surface of things, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the surface of who a person is, we miss the big issues. Yep. We miss the big ticket items. We miss the big picture of things. And what happens is, is now we vote in, I'm sorry, but we vote in a political party that will side with what we're seeing right now. And doesn't matter who you voted for, every single American is going to experience what we're seeing with the taking away of freedom of speech, with the taking away of freedom in general. And so we just... I'm glad we're talking about this because this is why we're talking about it. We have to be able to step back from our emotions, step back from what we think is right and find out what is right Yeah, and get a balance of what biblically is being said and constitutionally is being stepped over. And we need to figure out that balance in there. And as the American people not choose the vision, right? Yeah. But choose unity in that and fight for what we have. What we have, yeah, and what what we're what we're we're in the process of losing, yeah, in the moment, and and we're not losing it because of a political party. We're losing it because we gave it up as a people, right? We right. divided ourselves, and we allowed the political parties to then feast off of that division, right? So we're, I'm not blaming the right or the left. I'm blaming us. Yeah, I'm blaming the fact that the American people couldn't stand together in a situation. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's about how we fight as Christians, right? It's not that we don't fight for certain things because we, 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 we well, need we, to we fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee, baby. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Cl- climbing up the Capitol walls is not a way you fight as a Christian. No. You know, storming the Capitol is not the way that you fight as a Christian. And, and, and you know, somebody might be saying, well, Kev, you know, like I said in the last ep- episode, like we're just what we're just going to lay down and take it. I'm not saying that. That is not what I'm saying. But we can't go to the other extreme and now break into buildings that we're not supposed to be in and r- rummage through our congressmen's and women's desks and, you know, start, you know, throwing over lecterns and doing all. I mean, guys, it, it, and I, again, I, I'm talking to you that are Christians here, right? Ask yourself, is any of that advancing the kingdom of God? That's, you know, that's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying that we're so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good, right? I mean, that's kind of an old saying, you know, that you can be so good so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. We're, that's not what I'm saying. But we are to be strategic. We are to be, as uh, you know, the Bible says, as wise as serpents, but as harmless as doves. And so we have to find ways to get what we feel is God's agenda in the earth done, but do it in a way that still honors him and that still brings him glory. And so if it's his agenda, stop acting like it's your agenda. That's right. It's very simple. That's right. And it, but it's very hard because I'm a, I, I, we say, I say it multiple times, I'm a pastor. When I'm sitting in front of teenagers, my agenda is his agenda. Yeah. Right. Like, like, ultimately, I want him to use me to do it, but it can pridefully it can become my agenda. Yes. Right. And we then we stop asking for his advice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and, and I've done that before in youth ministry. I want to do this series and I want to do this trip and I want to, 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 I want to. Yep. And then I seldomly ask him what he wants to do mm. through me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's easier to say on a microphone than it is to do, especially when you're watching the news. I get it. Yeah. But if, if we really are going to say, well, God has a plan and, and, and God's going to, well, then let God's plan unfold. Make yourself available. Make yourself ready. And I'm not saying camp out at the Capitol wall and make yourself available and ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's got to be a balance, guys. We can be angry. We can. Yes. We can be frustrated. Yes. We don't have to agree but we have to find a way to do better. Yes. Be better. Live higher. We have to find a way if we're going to if we're going to build God's kingdom that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible says be angry but sin not. Like so don't you know at the end of the day we we can be angry. But you know there's no nothing that says that we can't be angry. So, you know, if you're angry, you're upset about what's going on, hey, I'm angry and I'm upset about what's going on, but you know what? At the at the end of the day, I need to know what God wants me to do about it. And a lot of what I'm seeing is is not not people on their knees in prayer. I, I see a lot of people in their flesh just just going to town on uh, you know people on their social media or whatever uh, whatever it is. So let's talk a little bit. And and, and so here's he, there is a very thin line between nationalism and uh us having our allegiance and advancing the kingdom of God. You know, nationalism basically says, you know what? It I mean it it basically just focuses on the advancement of of politics in the nation, right? That that you're an American before you're a Christian. Mm. If you're an American before you were a Christian, you have it so wrong. It is well, you know where your allegiance is, then, right? We, you, yeah, you know where your allegiance is, and you know you. It, it is impossible. It is impossible for you to have the, you know the right being the the light that you need to be if. America is before God. And a lot of us, I think we need to take a self, we need to take a self test and and look at our actions in the past six months, in the past year. Are we a nationalist or are we a Christian first? Yeah. I mean, just just ask yourself, like, do you care more about the advancement of the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, the Tea Party, the Independent Party, the Green Party, whatever your party is, do you care more about that party and the advancement of that using Jesus as the vehicle? Because that's what's happening on both sides. Everyone rides on the the wheels of Jesus to to. Uh, further their agenda, and that's that, that's not what we do. We put we <laughs> we submit our political views and the things anything to do with our nation. We it is to be submitted to God, not God is as a carry on luggage to our political agenda. God will never be carry on luggage in anybody's life for any area of their life. I mean, we say, yeah. we say that in church, right? We say, 
You can't toe the fence. You can't be in the world and be a part of 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 of, of God's uh, will for your life. You know, you you can't love money and love God. You know, like we say all of these things, but when it comes to politics, that's where it stops. Yeah, because we think that God is a Democrat, or we think God is a Republican. He's neither. This is this is where we 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 say well, but but this party is more towards Christian value, and that's good. And I want whatever party that I vote for, I want it to be a party that upholds biblical values. But here's here's what I also know is that that is not the party of the Holy Spirit. They are not going to always do things right. They are not perfect. Um, they have many flaws because it's made up of humans. There are so many things that when we when we bring it down to the natural can be wrong with both sides. So there shouldn't be any side that we are saying this is the party of God. Like I, it's I'm sorry, but it, that just doesn't flush out. There are parties that are more Christian friendly for sure. And I think that we should vote for parties that are more Christian friendly, but they're certainly not in place of God. So when we when we look at what's happening right now, you know, nationalism, it focuses more on the advancement of politics in our nation. And we realize that that stuff's important, right? We, we I realize, and so does Kyle, realize politics is important because it affects what happens in our daily lives. It affects how the government spends our money. It affects the policies and, and procedures. It, it, it affects our kids' lives, right? So decisions that today may be made that we might not see the repercussions of, but our children will, right? So yeah. we are looking after our children and going, oh man, if, if, we, if we spend this much money right now, I might not have to pay for it, but my kids will have to pay for it. So we 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 vote based on things like that and which is totally understandable but again it doesn't come before you know letting that be soaked in prayer and and uh, bow before our creator another one is you know when you talk about the kingdom of god and advancing the kingdom we're we're to be martyrs for the cause of christ there are so many people who are willing to die for our country before they would even be willing to die for Christ. Again, that's backwards. Like, like you know, and, and, that's, and that's great, and that's noble. I mean, I am, anybody that knows me knows I have high respect for our military. But the most important thing here is that we are willing to die for our faith. If our country has, doesn't want anything to do with God, you have to be willing to die for your faith. The one thing that I've realized is, you know, we're going to get a little bit more spiritual here, but when Jesus says, you, you know, if you're going to be my disciple, you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. I've seen a lot of Christians openly lose their friendships over their country, mm. seldomly lose their friendships over their Jesus. Mm. And what I mean by that is they're willing to be vocal about their country. They're willing to be very uh, blunt and secure in the way they think their country ought to be run, but they're not as vocal. They're not as blunt. They're not as secure in the way that Jesus said their life should be run. Mm, and so, so they'll compromise with their friends on conversations and scenarios when it comes to living a standard after Jesus, 
but they don't compromise it when it comes to Trump or Biden or the left or the right or vaccines or not vaccines or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so they will they will die on that hill. But man, Jesus asked us to change something in our lives because someone in our lives is, isn't living up to that standard. And oh no, Lord, I can't lose that friend. Oh no, Lord, I can't lose that companion. Oh no, Lord, I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I think one way to find out if you're a nationalist over being a follower of Jesus is when you wake up in the morning, you throw on CNN and Fox or you open up the word. Mm. When, you, mm. when you wake up in the morning, are you more concerned on what the president said yesterday? Or are you more concerned on what God's got to say over your life today? I mean, there's got to be a shift in focus in the church yeah. because there, there's been a shift in focus in the church. Yeah. And the shift in focus has been more political than I've ever seen before. And I'm only 30 years old. Mm-hmm. That's the 30 years of, and let's just be honest, the last 30 years on this planet haven't been the easiest when it comes to no. wars, when it comes to race, when it comes to a whole bunch of things. I've seen a shift of focus in the church. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking church pastors. I'm not talking church buildings. I'm talking lay people in the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's been a shift of focus on on the importance of where they need to need to have their conversations. And quite honestly, it's been nationalist. It's been politics. Mm-hmm. There's a place for it. Mm-hmm. There is, but I just don't see how that can supersede our standard of living when it comes to Jesus. And so, I don't know, you just said something there that triggered that. And I'm just thinking like, how many times have we been so bold for our president? Or how many times have we been so bold for our government? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the one person that's going to have the say over our eternity, we're just so flaky about. Yes. Yes. You know, how many times have our, of our pastors encouraged us to share our faith? Share the gospel like that, like, and, and, and this is, this is something that came to me when Kyle was talking It's so good. Kyle is, is you know, they're asking, Hey, share the gospel. How can we help you? Here's some, here's some pamphlets. Here's a class on, you know, how to share Jesus without fear. I mean, there's all kinds of things and we have zero problem. I mean, we're like, I, you know, I believe in, in the, the Republican party. I believe in the Democratic party. I believe in what they're saying. And you, we defend them like we are Democratic and Republican, Republican apologists, right? Like you, you know, we, if somebody uses the word apologist to us at church, we're like, what is that? But when it comes to, standing for the Democratic Party or Republican Party, man, we've got, we know it all. We've done all the research. We know the conspiracies. We know the, we know everyone that's in office, all of our senators. We know their phone numbers. We know who to call. We set up change.org petitions. I mean, we do everything we can. Let's ask ourselves, ask yourself right now, have you, have we, Cody and myself, have we shared Jesus as much as we shared our political views? Have we tried to convince people about how great it is to have a relationship with God as much as we've tried to convince people how great it would be if they were just a Democrat or a Republican? And I know what some people are thinking right now, whether you're in your car, you're at your home, you're at work, you're going to say, well, at work, it's a breeding ground for the talk of politics. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to say that. You're going to say, well, it's not as much of a breeding ground to talk about Jesus at my work. Jesus didn't ask you to go to a breeding ground. He didn't ask you to go where it was easy. In fact, in the Bible, it says that Jesus couldn't do miracles in the places where he was familiar. Right. Like the people who knew Jesus the most, he couldn't do miracles there. He just couldn't because they were, that's Jesus. That's son of Mary. That's Jesus. That's brother of, and that's, 
Yeah, didn't he? Wasn't it was he too familiar. Nazareth? Yeah. If you want, if you want to see God do crazy things, like the Jesus that we read about in the Gospels, you want to see him do crazy things, go to places they don't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about him. Yeah. And I, I bet you that you will see that there is a desperation there for him, like you've never seen before in the places that do know him. But we wouldn't know that because we're busy talking about politics and whether Black Lives Matter instead of talking about the fact that Jesus came for all lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and I know this got super like preachy, but when it comes down to it, and we're talking about the believers here, when it comes down to it. This is the balance we're talking about. Yeah. This is the focus. When's the last time you said, did you hear so-and-so preach this? Did you hear so-and-so say, I remember people used to share with me all the time, evangelists talking about a point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You want to know what I get shared now? Hmm. Political stuff. It's literally just supplemented. Yeah. The truth of God's word. And don't think I didn't just see your pen explode on the other screen, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I you saw didn't. That. I was hoping you didn't. Uh, you didn't see that. Uh, oh. I'm having issues over here. Anyways, um, it must be the devil. Um, but, Either that. Yeah, that was God. That was God saying, "Amen." Amen. That's right. Um, but uh, no, and so I and I right, and and that's the thing. Yeah, you, you know, and, and that's so true. You know, all the stuff that I get shared now is is you know, what about this political point? Did you hear what so and so said? Oh, they clap back over here. Like, okay, that's great. But we are so distracted as Christians right now that we can't. Like, I don't even know if we know the will of God. Right now, and I'm going to share some scriptures here in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. couple of seconds, but, but nationalism, you know, also, and I know some people are going to say, like, Kev, like, you know, can't we do both? Like, like can't we be pro-America and Christian? Absolutely. You can be yeah, pro, pro-America. I would encourage you. I mean, this is the land that you live you in. You need to be pro-American. Right? You, you better be pro-American. Uh, you know, and, and I understand. But you can't supplement your faith. Right. Exactly. Right. It, that's, that's what we're saying. We're not saying that you, you can't be pro-America. What we're saying is you can't be pro-America before you're pro-God, before you're pro-His will. That's what we're saying here. So, yeah, you should do both. You should wave the Christian flag. You should also be able to wave the American flag. And I know there are some people that also are going to say, Kev, I I don't even feel like I can be pro-America because America's roots is so bad. Like the the roots of America was, you know, is, is built on the backs of slaves and different things like that. I am not saying America has been perfect. We have messed up many times. Yeah. We've involved ourselves in wars that we should have never, never been in. We've involved ourselves in other countries that really, it, it, I mean, it doesn't matter how much we're involved in them. They're still going to fight and fuss and, and kill each other and all that kind of stuff. And we spend billions of dollars to go over there and try to get them to think like us when they don't even understand that concept because that's just not who they are. You know, and I'm not saying those wars are justified or unjustified. I'm just saying we're not perfect. And we are going to have wars that are justified. We're going to have wars that are not. And so America is not perfect. So when I say be pro-America, I am not saying be pro-everything America has ever stood for. Because America also stands for 42 million babies into 50 million babies being slaughtered every year. So when I say I'm pro-America, I'm definitely not saying I'm pro-that. What I am saying is God has given us a land where we have free speech, we can worship without hiding in our basement. We can, I can carry a Bible around on any street in America. 
I can there there are still people as long as you get a permit, you can street preach, literally preach the gospel on the corner. Like, I mean, you know, there are so many liberties that we have that we take for granted, right? And so pro America, yeah, I want to live here. Yes, I've been blessed here. You know, I you know, God has allowed me to be able to have the things that I have because of the way America is built, even natural things. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about being pro-America. You know, and that's and that's important. We don't want to lose that. But but when we talk about nationalism, nationalism also it it it, it raises it raises the 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 our flag over everything else right but as kingdom minded people we should be raising the banner of christ like that's what when everyone else is hopeless and i think we said this in the last episode when everything is hopeless we should be the ones that are hope filled we should be the ones that are bringing hope we should say guys i understand the president maybe your the president we thought was going to win didn't win but guess what? We still have a king on the throne. We are never without a president. We're never without a guide. We're never without a ruler. He has he is he has come to truly save us. Um, you know, and the ultimate salvation. Not trying to save us from the Democrat Party or the Republican Party, but he's ultimately come to save us from this world. And so that's that's something I think that's that's very important. And then of course, you know, the kingdom of God it promotes the interest of God above the world. Where nationalism, it promotes the interest of a nation above the kingdom. Nationalism, nationalism is all about the 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 nation, right? It, it it's what's the, what's the interest of America, right? That, that's all that matters. That that you know. And if the person that's in charge and the and the Congress people that are that are making these laws, if they don't have God as their primary source that they're going to, <laughs> even things that sound good may not be what God wants. Right. Right. Because right. six hundred dollars to everybody, two thousand dollars, twelve hundred bucks sounds good, doesn't it? Right. God's not a god of debt. Like the the you know the Bible literally says that the 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 borrower is slave to the lender, right? Yeah, yeah. So even though you're like, oh man, I got my check. That's great. The government loves me. Guess what? Somebody's got to pay for that. There's nothing that's free. And whereas right. you might not pay for it today, your children will pay for it. And again, mm-hmm. I, I am not the one that's. I'm not trying to say. And necessarily that it's that it's that it's right all the time or wrong all the time. What I am saying is God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So when you see that what God wants is is different than what your party wants, Republican or Democrat, remember that God's ways are higher. They're better. And in the long run, those are the ones that are going to pan out, not anything that man does unless they are completely following Christ. Yeah, I mean, Jesus came, right? And he starts his ministry. And the leaders, the religious leaders that were following him, the disciples that were following him, and I'm not just talking about the 12. He had many disciples before they chose to leave. That You could say they were nationalists. Yeah. 
They were Jews that were wanting the Israeli kingdom to be built. Yep. And they were waiting for their Messiah to come and build that kingdom. Yep. And they followed him when he was walking on water. They followed him when he was healing the centurion's daughter. They followed him when he was their meal ticket and multiplying food. Mm-hmm. And he gives them all this food to eat. And then he talks about a different type of food they need to eat. And, you know, with his body and his blood and how he's going to be sacrificed and how they need to deny themselves. And they were like, whoa, pump the brakes. Right. We were following you to build our kingdom. And he said, no, you're following me to build God's kingdom. Right. And it, and if you can't do that, here's the line in the sand, and you got a choice to make. And the Bible says that on that day, now, of course, I paraphrased, yeah. but the Bible says on that day, many of his disciples left. Yes. And he looked at the 12 and yes. said, are you going to leave too? Yes. He didn't go after the, the ones who left. Yep. Come back, come back, come back. I'll change what I said. He didn't change what he said. Nope. He didn't. He didn't come so that the man man could change God's word. He came so God's word could change man. Yeah. And so we just have to understand that when we are, we take a lot of pride in our nation and we should support our nation. We don't, like Kevin said, we don't have to support everything our nation's about. Unfortunately, we can't support everything Target's about, but we still like Target. We can still be, we still have pride in America, but making sure that our faith in God is what's first because when it's solely in America, then that's where you get in the trouble of, well, I need to build the kingdom of America. I need to build the kingdom of my home. I need to build the kingdom of me. Instead of saying, I need to build God's kingdom in America. I need to build God's kingdom in my home. I need to build God's kingdom in me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where we get, I think that's where the divide has been. If we just go on a basic level, I think division is because we've just lost our focus. Right. And and it's not to say that we weren't we can't justify it. I mean, you could justify it logically we lost our focus because we are inundated with anger and hate and tension and we're almost forced to choose a side. Mhm. You know, and then naturally as humans you, you have to choose a side with your families, you have to choose a side with your friends, you have to choose a side. Like we just talked at work, you have to choose a side. What do you think is right? Right. Yeah. And so 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 naturally we have to choose a side and then mentally you choose a side and spiritually you're choosing a side. Uh mm-hmm. we just have to get back to the basics of hey, you know, I've allowed Jesus to change my life and through my life I want him to use me so that he can change others. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So good. I I I think we should just consider a couple of things that maybe we're not considering. And this is not a real question. I want you to think about it though. Could we be living in the end times? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like we are. And I understand. We've heard that all our lives. I Blah, blah, blah. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. You know, I understand. Here's the thing. Every day that you live, you're getting closer to the end times. And, I, and anybody knows me knows I am not a shout it from the rooftop end times person. Oh, there was a blood moon and the sun flipped over and all these things. What happened. Kevin is saying is still invest in your 401ks. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I, I will, I will never be that guy because my focus is on people's salvation, not not the particular signs uh, and what's, you know, all of that. G- Jesus has given us some signs. And if we see them, that's great. But that doesn't trump the fact that we need to get people saved if we see those signs, not just, like, not just sit on our front porch watching the sky 
to 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 make sure. Oh, is the is the is the moon blood blood red tonight? No, it, it, is is the blood applied to the person next door to you? Is is the blood applied to the person across the street from you? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like that's that's what we should be focused on, right? So, so mm-hmm. you'll never ha- hear me being that guy. But I will say this: I do believe that we're in the end times, and I don't think that the things that are happening right now are happenstance. I think if no. if we think for some reason that a pandemic just showed up. And it was just a, it was a, it was an oopsie, you know, we, we didn't catch it from China and it, it came through and it just happened to ha- just please. No, I, I, I don't believe that that was a happenstance. I believe this is intentionally speeding up the end times. And yeah. when, and when you look at all the chaos of the government and what's happening and we don't even know, like there's some things we're like, okay, but well, is it true? Is it not true? Was the elections rigged? Were they not rigged? Were they like, I don't think some of this stuff we're ever going to know. You know why? Because I believe that some of this stuff is intentionally happening because it is the end times and we are getting closer and closer to the very end. And I think, you know, what we need to understand is that the Bible talks about the end times. It just says it's going to get worse and worse. It doesn't Mm -hmm. say anything about it getting better. So at some point, the world's going to get real bad. So I, I guess as Christians, why are we shocked? Why are we surprised? Why are we fighting with each other? Why are we? I mean, these are things that the Bible said would happen. It said that at some point they were going to call bad good and good bad. Yeah. That they were going to turn mother against father, father against daughter, all of these things. It said that, you know, they were going to be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. It said that they were going to be, that they were going to change from their natural affection and they were going to go after each other, the same sex, right? All of these things have been said in the Bible, but for some reason we, we're, we act like we're surprised or we're, we're whatever the case may be. And that, that should not be. We are we are in a place right now where, you know, just think about it. Could this be the end times? Could God be allowing these things to happen? And we're fighting and fussing and yelling and climbing up walls, thinking that something is just being taken away from us when God really is going, you know what? This is the end times. Get ready because more is coming. And I need you to be in the earth and I need you to be showing light I need you to be salt. I need you to go out there and share Christ with people. Like if, but if we're not thinking of God and all we're thinking about is our political views, then we're going to be, we're, we're going to be stuck. And, you know, and, and that's, that was the other thing I put down is what if it's the will of God? What if it, what if it's God's will? I know that's probably going to send somebody crazy. Like, what if all of this is truly God's will for, for, for us right now? Like he's allowing it to happen. And when you say God's will, trust me, I get it. There's God's perfect will. And then there's God's permissive will based on things that have to happen for other things to happen, right? So it's God's perfect will. Of course, he wants us all to trust him, love him, you know, all of that. But then there's God's permissive will that allows uh, allows evil and allows things to, to for people to have free will, right? He he's not going to take free will away. So if somebody used their free will to rig an election, maybe they rigged an election. God God may have allowed that to happen for other things. So I think we have to be very careful that we don't 
let prophecies and things that people want to happen versus what God really wants to happen to cloud the fact that God may be speaking to us right now and saying, listen, we're getting closer to the end and opening our ears to say, God, what are you saying? What should I do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what should I do about it, God? Are, are we praying as much as we are, I don't know, on our, on, on, you know, researching the, you know, what's happening and, and, you know, in the government right now, like it's important. And I'm not guys, look, I'm just like anybody else. And, it, and as us as researchers and we, you know, you know, Kyle uh, leading a, a whole generation of youth, he has to keep on, up on what's going on because they're going to be asking him. They're going to come to him for for direction and answers. And if he doesn't know what's going on, he's going to have a hard time helping them. So he he has to stay up on this stuff. And, and, and like myself, we have this podcast. I have to research. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Yes, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and all these places. Why? Because... I have to be educated enough to know what's happening so that we can bat this spiritually. My goal is to bring you higher. Our goal is to bring you higher, higher than politics, higher than nationalism, higher than the flag, and get connected with Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who has went and prepared a place for us. Our main goal is to go make disciples. That's what it is. When Jesus left, so one of his, some of his last words, we're going to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's what we're supposed to do. Preaching the gospel does not include storming the, the Capitol. Preaching the gospel does not include yelling at my neighbor because of their political beliefs. Again, we're not doormats. Kyle and I are... <laughs> Oh boy, we are uh, we're not pushover type of men. Uh, let's just put it that way. We're not pushovers. We are opinionated. We are strongly believe the things that we believe, and we would stand up and fight to protect our families, protect our country, protect any any of that stuff. But our allegiance is to God before any of this, uh, mm-hmm. the, any of these things. So. I just hope my prayer for all of us is that we uh, that we pray that we that we get with God about w- how we need to proceed as Christians. Like how should Christians proceed? Um, my prayer is for pastors that God would help them lead us, um, and that they're not caught up in this. <laughs> that, right. You know that that, that they're hot that they are higher. And realizing that, yes, there are some things that are terrible that are happening, but what does God want? What, what if all Christians got off of Facebook and Twitter and started praying? What if we just got off the platform and we just started praying? I'll tell you right now, one thing would happen is a lot of the pull that Facebook and Twitter and some of these places have, they wouldn't have anymore because... Oh. A ton of people would be off of their platform and it wouldn't matter. You know, people would start pulling advertising because they're not advertising to as to many, too many people as, as they were previously. Right. And then the mm-hmm. church could rise the way the church needs to rise. Yeah. You're important. You matter. We as Christians are the most powerful people on the face of this earth. What we can do through God is so much more than what a man could ever do sitting in the Oval Office. I promise you that. 
He is not our savior. Two scriptures I want to leave you with. Psalms 146 and three, do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. Ephesians 5, 17 says, therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is, right? Let's not know what God, what is God's will. And please don't insert the Republican or the Democratic Party because that's not God. God's will is not the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. It's his will. So find out yeah. what that will is, right? Yeah. F- figure out what that is. And then don't put your trust in here. It says princes because back then that's what they had is princes. But basically don't put your trust in the president and in, in, in the cabinet and Congress and all of that in human beings mm-hmm. who cannot save. That's the, that's the most important thing that we're saved. Not that we're Republican or Democrat, but that we're saved. And so guys, you know, and I say this, and I, I know we say this very emphatically on this show, but I say everything and we say everything that we say with humble hearts, realizing that we too are in this together with you and that we have a long, we have a ways to go ourselves and God's working on us. And so, and God will continue. I'm going to continue to let God work on me in this area. And so we appreciate you guys for joining us again this week. We're excited about all the things that, that are that are even coming and, and things that we've already been able to do on the podcast already. Tell your friends, rate and review us on Apple. Go there. You'll see that five stars there. Give us, hopefully, five stars. Five. Uh, give us five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us five stars there. And, and also, comment. Your comments won't show up immediately. So if you put something on there, you're like, you go back and you go, Oh my goodness, it's not there. Apple takes a it takes a quite of a long time for them to, to to get those up. So go ahead and put those there. And then go to our social media. We want to hear from you. And as we put stuff up on our social media, let's interact. We, we we've got our fans page, Thinking Out Loud fans. Uh, we got our Thinking Out Loud podcast page on Facebook. We put stuff up there. We want to hear from you. So just interact with us. We love you guys. Have a great week. And we will see you next week. See you.